Hi, this is Julianne Price, and welcome to the Life to Edit and Design podcast. Each episode, I bring you bite-sized ideas and tips on how to design an intentional and more fulfilling life one small step at a time. This week, we are going to be talking about capturing your memories and curating your year. But before we dive into today's episode, I am very excited to announce the new Life Edit and Design program. This program will help you design and live a life according to your own specifications. You'll be guided step-by-step through a simple and fun life design process. In the end, you're going to have a custom-built planning and design tool that will enable you to live a fulfilling life. To find out more, visit lifeeditanddesign.com, and that's with the word and, A-N-D, spelled out. So lifeeditanddesign.com. And now on to this week's episode. And again, today we're talking about curating and experiencing amazing, perfect, wonderful year. Now, I guess I should take out the word perfect because it's not perfect as in you did everything right. It's perfect in that you captured it and that you learned from it. So let's dive right in. So first of all, what what are we talking about and why would you want to do it? So I've always wanted to um, capture my year somehow. Like I always looked at scrapbooking and I thought, oh, that is so cool how they do that. And then I'd buy the materials, I'd sit down and be like, yeah, right. And I'd I'd create maybe a page and it wouldn't be that great. And it was just a struggle for me. It never quite fit. But at the end of each year, I'd look back and be like, I really don't have a very good memory. I don't know what I did this year. Like, you know, of course, you know, some things stand out, but a lot of the, the fun moments, the, the things that could have turned into great memories are lost because I just, I just don't have a good memory. And I, I know you say if you, you fight for your, your causes, you get them. So if you say you have a, good, a bad memory, you, you win. But I, I just, I really just don't have, I'm not able to hold on to my memories. Well, you know, I talked to my mom and she can remember the exact minute my kids were born, what they weighed. I don't even know that. I have to go look it up. So that's just me. I guess just some things just don't click, don't settle in. And so I feel like as the year goes by, I lose so many good moments because I'm just not able to remember them. My son and I just went on a trip. And at one point in the trip, we were trying to remember what I gave him for his birthday. It was only six months ago. And neither one of us could remember what I actually gave him. So that's just the little things. Like, I just don't remember his birthday. We were trying to think of like, oh, I kind of think I know where we were. I kind of think I know what we did, but I really don't know. And so one of my big things was I want to be able to capture those memories. And at the end of the year, still remember what I did that year. But the other thing is I don't really have any photos. I'm not a photo person. If you take photos, I'm the first one to dive out, right? My kids have very few photos of me. And one of my, my desires is to leave a little bit of a legacy for them. Not so much in that, you know, I want them to go back and you know, look at these things, but I want them to have memories of me. And there really are no photos of me. It's a struggle to find some, um, you know, past my wedding photos, right? It's very hard to find just candid photos of me because I'm always diving on the camera. I hate having my picture taken. But when I want to go back in my memories you know, they're never going to have memories of me because they just won't have those photos to jog their memory. And if their memory is anything like mine, right, those ideas or those memories are going to be lost forever. So I really felt like I wanted to leave a legacy and I wanted to be able to remember my year. So those were my big motivating factors behind wanting to capture my year. But there's there's some other factors too that really kind of I haven't been capitalizing on. And one is when you reflect back on your year, you get to kind of learn from the lessons 
you know, you actually get to see, well, what did I do? What were the outcomes or what didn't I do? And what were the outcomes of that? And then I can learn, I can process the year, learn from it, and then make changes accordingly. But if you never get that chance to process the year because it's just gone, it's just this blur that you don't even remember, then how do you get to learn from it and not make the same mistakes? And one of the things that I've said often is I feel like I'm living the same year over and over again. And that's because at the end of the year, I have very few memories of the year. So it just feels like a vanilla year that looks just like the year before that and year before that because nothing really stands out. I haven't captured those small moments that were really meaningful or had the chance to make them meaningful because I've lost them. So I really, that was another reason was just to learn from a year and make things better when I go forward into planning my next year. So I kind of want to not, not only learn from my year, but then be able to curate the best of my year and then know that, okay, these were the things that really stood out for me. These were the things that were really impactful and let's recreate them. Let's have, let's experience something similar next year, right? So again, that learning process of if I know what my year looked like, I know what some of the things were that brought me joy. Well, then I can every year make my life more and more joyful because I'll be able to look back at those things and say, okay, let's recreate some of that stuff or let's create similar experiences that will generate those happy memories. But again, if you don't even remember what they were, then how can you ever learn from them, build them in intentionally into your life going forward? So again, if we're all about intentional life, it needs to be something that I can take past experiences and build upon them and make it better and better and better. So those are some of my very complex reasons for wanting to take photos, but you can see it's not just, oh, I want to have a scrapbook. Oh, I want to spend some time putting stickers on a page with some photos. It's so much more than that. And even though I had all those reasons, I was really struggling on how to incorporate that into my life. And, you know, I had journal pages and I had my planner and I was like, you know, I can go back and I can review those things and, you know, maybe I could do it that way instead of using photos. And to be honest, photos are a heck of a lot easier, right? When I go back and look through my journal, you know, if I'm very emotional or I'm writing a very long entry, my handwriting is just terrible. You can't even read it and you have to kind of guess what the words are. And, you know, looking at my planner, going back and looking at that, it's just kind of messy, right? There's cross outs, there's arrows, you know, there's just things going on all over the page and it's just not not the best way to look back, but when you look back at a photo, a curated photo book of the month, well, then those, those things jump out at you, right? It's very easy. You have that visual cues to help you put you back in the moment. And, you know, journaling tends to be some of my more negative things where I don't really want to necessarily focus on the negative things. I want to focus on the positive things so I can learn and build from them. So I think the photo book version of collecting your year is a lot better than going back and looking at your journals and your planners. So those are just my incentives for why I wanted to capture my year in a way that I could go back and reflect on. And I felt photos is the way to do it. But I've felt like this for a while. And it, like I said, I just never got anywhere with it. I put it on my um, habit list in, in Notion. I have a tracker and taking a photo a day. I put it on January 1st. I said, okay, I'm starting a photo every day so I can have these photos to look back on. And I took like two photos all of January and I'm like, this is just not sticking. So when February started, I said, all right, my goal for February, I I have all these other habits and a lot of them are sticking, but this one is not. So my goal for February is how do I get to the point where I can take photos on a regular basis and have have ideas of what to take a photo about. And it just, again, I was struggling. It, It helped that I went on a trip with my son, right? So I had some things to take photos of. That was great. We went to Vegas. Um, and what stays in Vegas, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So we won't go into it, but you know, I did take some great photos 
And then I said, well, you know, I don't want to take photos and then stick them in a book and never look at them again. And I was really struggling with what to do with these photos. So here I am, I have, you know, good, good, you know, good 15, 20 photos that I really like and a bunch that I don't like so much, but I have photos. What am I going to do with them now? And then, you know, leave it to, you know, the younger generation, right? I mentioned it to my daughter. She's like, oh, just go get chat books. Like what's chat books? And it's an app and I, I'm not promoting chat books, but it's an app where you create a photo book a month. I'm like, oh, you know, ding, 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 lights go off. Like, this is what I'm looking for is some way, some structure and some system to help me take these photos and turn them into something. So what I love about chat books is they give you a monthly book. So every month, and it says right the month right on it. So it'll say, you know, January of 22. That's the um, time I'm recording this in February of 22. And I was like, well, that's what I'm looking for. It's already going to be documented by month just the way I want it. It'll be a pretty collection on the shelf. And then I can hand that off to my kids as a legacy. But I can also look at them anytime and I'll know exactly what month it was. And I have now a structure. Like there's 30 photos in a book. And this is the way the photos are laid out. And now once I had that frame and I didn't have to say, okay, I need to go out and buy scrapbooking materials and a scrapbook binder and have this big, huge thing on my desk. Like these are little small, I think they're five by seven books, the one I picked. Um, and you can go even smaller if you want, but now I have a way to put it together. And it's suddenly, that's what I needed was that structure. So if this is an idea you've ever had in your mind and you're just like, "Mm, it just doesn't click for me. I just can't figure it out. Maybe something like chat books. And I'm sure there's a lot of other things out there. Um, but maybe some kind of structure like that will help put it into focus for you. Like you need some kind of framework, container, something to help you wrap your ideas around. So for me, it was this this idea of chat books, 30 photos each month. And then I wanted to go you know, a little bit further is I want to make sure I have captioning. So, you know, my daughter, again, she's so helpful. Gotta love kids. She's like, no, put it, take your photos, put them in Canva, and then you'll know, put your captions on or put any any kind of wording or a quote or anything you want that helps you capture that moment better, make it so it's a five by seven layout. So then you can just throw it right in chat books and all your pages will look pretty. So that's what I'm doing right now is kind of creating some page templates that I can pull from because it has to be easy, right? If it's not easy, I'm not doing it. But I love that I can go into Canva and I don't have to buy any scrapbooking materials and there's no gluing and taping involved. And I can create a couple basic templates that I can slide my photos into depending on if they're going to be uh, a portrait or a landscape orientation. I can kind of drop them into a template, drop in some words like what was going on, what were we doing, what was special about this. And then the other thing I loved was that, you know, again, based on her idea was if I don't have 30 photos, which I'm sure there's going to be plenty of months where I, you know, I'm not taking 30 photos, that I can um, just maybe make a quote page or make a color gradient page with a fun doodle and I can put that on a five by seven layout and then throw that in the book. So the book is not photo after photo after photo, but maybe a meaningful quote or maybe just something I wanted to journal or just a symbol that really meant something to me that month or, you know, the moon phases, whatever I want to do. So I found that this was a really cool way to now I have this exciting framework that can wrap around curating the best moments of my month. And then the best moments of my year will all kind of come together in an easy way to review. And what I do in Notion is every week I have a weekly review and I capture the highs and the lows of that week. So I kind of have, you know, what did I accomplish? What was a disappointment? And then I also have like a summary of the week. And now I have my photos and I'm going to put them right into Notion as I'm going along just so I have them all in one spot. So now I have this whole way of I want to do my monthly review. So week by week I build up slowly. And then when I do my monthly review in Notion, I have all my data right there. 
and I can take that and go run, run over to Canva and kind of put all the pieces together. So it's not this overwhelming thing. I have it all kind of set up for myself as I go through the month. So I have, I have however many photos I took and some big highlights and some lowlights, some things that I wanted to work on. And I can even put that in my book, like, hey, next month improve on this. And then I can look at the next month and see if I actually did it. So I can put that all right into my chat book, right? Very cool. And then I also have in my Notion, so I have my Notion for tracking how many photos I'm taking. So I check a box each time. But I also have a curation, kind of like I schedule in a curation creation day, right? So that one day a month at the end of like, or beginning of the next month, really, I go through and I look at all my stuff. When I've done my monthly review, I've kind of put it all in one spot. And then I sit down in my, with Canva and I kind of make an event out of it, right? So it's going to be coffee. It's going to have a playlist. You know, it's got to be fun, right? It's got to be easy. And it's going to be fun or I won't do it. So I have this whole thing planned and I'm going to be starting to do this. I'm hoping to do it tomorrow, my first run through and go back to January and really put this together. And just really make this a fun and exciting event. And in Notion, I've already scheduled out when I'm going to do it each month for the next for the rest of the year, so that I have a date scheduled right there that says, "Hey, it's time to create your chat book for the month," and go in and I have all my weekly reviews, my monthly review that I can pull from. And then the coolest thing is then when I do my annual review, I'm going to be able to pull out all those chat books and look at what I did for the year, and it's going to be in a picture form with a couple of captions and a couple of quotes. And that'll be so much cooler than flipping through my old journals or flipping through my planner pages. Like it's all right here, the best of the year, the things I want to remember, the things I want to reflect on and learn from are all in one spot. So if this is something that's very exciting to you and you're kind of like, yeah, that's intriguing. I, I kind of want to see if I can do that myself. Here's just a couple of things that I want to kind of summarize as I went through this process and that'll help you kind of wrap your own mind around it. One is define your why. Why do you want to capture your months, your years, you know, Again, for me, it was to leave a legacy. It was to be able to actually remember what I did that year and to learn from what I did that year. So those were my big whys. And then find a structure that supports you, that kind of gives you some parameters, a box that you can jump into. So maybe it's a, something like chat books, but maybe it's you, know, you have a physical scrapbooking thing you want to do. For me, that just didn't work, but maybe it does for you. So find parameters. Like how many photos do you need? What do you do if you don't have uh, as many photos as you need? And how's the page going to lay out? Just some basic templates, some structure that will help it make, make it easier for you. Again, if it's this whole thing you have to create from scratch and you're staring at a blank page, I think that's overwhelming. So templates, tools, things that will help you make this easier. Definitely put that into your, your planning of this. And then another thing is put a little skin in the game. Like I have a monthly subscription now, so I'm going to be paying for these books whether I fill them or not. So that gives it a little bit, just enough pain, enough pressure to say, you, you need to do this. You've committed to it now. You've bought this subscription. Go in there and do it. So put a little skin in the game, whether it's you have other people that get together with you and you all have a day where you do this together, or you've paid for something, some kind of subscription, and you're like, I'm not going to waste this money. I'm going to do it. So put a little skin in the game. Then make a list of the highs and the lows, the things that you want to document. So have some way of capturing each month or each week, you know, what are some of the big things that you're cool? What are the, some of the things that you, maybe you don't want to forget? Um, just even if they're little, but if there's something maybe you have a photo of, great. And if you don't have a photo of, where are you going to capture that thought so that you can either find, a, you know, a stock photo that captures it, a quote that captures it, or just writing a caption, anything like that. So where are you going to store all those things throughout the month so that you have them to pull from? So again, I do it all in Notion. I have everything I my whole life's in notions, which is so cool, but find a place where you can store that and then store the content as well. So again, store your photos. So at the end of the year, at the end of the month, 
Everything's in one spot where you can quickly curate. So you have these tools, your templates of some sort, and you have all your content, all in one easy to find spot. And then have a monthly review session scheduled. Again, I use Notion, I've already got them built in. And just find, you know, whether it's gonna be a Saturday or Sunday, it's a fun thing that you wanna do. And just have that scheduled into your planner, into your calendar, so you know that you're going to do it. And again, remember you have skin in the game, so if you don't do it, there's going to be some kind of consequence. You're going to be wasting some money or your friends are going to be coming over to do it with you and you're not ready. So make sure you have that scheduled. And then make the production as easy and as fun as possible. Again, using those templates, using your mindset for why, like this is going to be really cool. Like if I know why I'm doing it, it's like, okay, I want to, I want to be able to remember stuff and I want to be able to hand off something cool to my kids and I want to be able to learn from it. So looking at that, as I start to create my content, I can look at and say, does it meet one of those three criteria? Is it something I want to remember? Is it something I want to learn from? Is it something I want my kids to remember when they get these books? So having those whys will help you kind of make, kind of curate the best things and make it easy and fun because now you have a real connection to it. And again, going back to that fun, make sure that when you're actually doing it, you've got a really fun setting. I mean, that's if you... If you know me at all, you know fun is very easy and fun are kind of my two key things, right? If it's not one of those two things or both, ideally, it's probably not going to get done. So make it as easy as possible. Make it as fun as possible. Set, set the stage so that when you're sitting down to do it, you've got everything you need in one spot and you've got you know, your coffee, you've got your playlist, you've got your warm blanket, whatever it is, set it all up. So when you do this, what, what can you expect? One, you'll have a curated and collected year, right? So when you go back to do your yearly review, you have got the best of your year. You've kind of got your highlights. You've got the best memories all in one spot. And it's a great springboard. So when you're going to do your year-end review, your content's there, and now it's the springboard for the next year, right? You can look at it and say, hey, these were some things that were really cool. Maybe I want to make this an annual event. Or maybe I want to make sure I schedule some time to go do this. Maybe you had a girls' weekend that was great and you want to reschedule another girls' weekend. You know, it gives you all your highlights right there in one spot where as you're doing your year-end review, this is something I do and I do it with all my clients, is like, look at what, what were those highlights and lowlights and what do you want to do about them? You know, there this is part of living an intentional life is learning from what you've just done and taking the best and making it even better and taking the, the worst of it and saying, well, how do I... How do I plan for that? How do I avoid it? Or how do I make it smoother? You know, life is always going to be happening, right? There's always going to be highs and lows, but how do you make the best of the lows and how do you capitalize on the highs? And the one thing I'll say is don't wait for a new year. So whenever you're listening to this podcast, I'm recording it in February of 22, but whenever you happen to listen to it, don't wait. Start then. Start collecting whatever day it is. Just say, hey, I'm going to make the best of what's left of this month and then I'm going to commit to doing it the next few months and give it a try. You know, if you put a little skin in the game, then you might be able to stick with it for the year. And if you don't stick with it again, maybe it just wasn't the right setup for you. That's okay. But if it's something that's important to you, you'll keep trying different setups so you find the one that clicks. And for me, this chapbook thing, just it just clicks. And you know when it clicks because it's like, oh, that's it. That's what I was looking for. Oh, this is so cool. And you get so excited, right? So that's what I wish for you. So again, look at why you want to do it. Find a structure. Make it as easy and as fun as possible and then put a little skin in the game and just get going. So I hope you found this session valuable. I am really excited to get off and start working on my chapbook. And I hope that you will share your comments and feedback with me and let me know what tools you're using and how you made this work for you. So that's it for today. Have an awesome week and we'll talk to you soon.